I'm not suggesting that you don't work hard in terms of an idea, but I'm trying to tell you, if you grind, 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 you will be broke the rest of your life or you will barely make it. This society did not become rich by workers. It came rich by the people who knew how to put the workers to work. I heard a poem once that said, um, many a flower has bloomed unceasingly and wasted sweetness upon the cold desert air. It's translated that means simply that many a talented persons have gone unnoticed and the world never had a chance to be exposed to their talent because that person did not take the time to begin to express or to demonstrate or to motivate themselves in the direction to bring that which they came into the universe to bring. If you can identify your God-given gift, that's your greatest chance for success. Because God gave all of you a gift. All of you are gifted, every last one of you. God gave you a gift at birth. He gave it to you. You ain't gotta look for it, it's inside you. It's the thing that you do the absolute best with the least amount of effort. When you are living in your gift, when you get up in the morning to go to work, you're overjoyed. This is how you know you're not living in your gift. If you are waking up in the morning and you can't stand waking up because you don't want to go to your job, it's because you are not living in your God-given gift. God created you to have a life of abundance, to wake up in a joyous spirit. If you're not, it's because you have not tuned in to what God created you for. The separation of talent and skill is one of the, the greatest misunderstood concepts for people who are trying to excel, who have dreams that want to do things. Talent you have naturally. Skill is only developed by hours and hours and hours of beating on your craft. Life is not just watching the clock tick away. Life is a collection of experiences their intensity, their frequency. Whatever the span of your life turns out to be, here's what you want to fill it up with, experiences and the intensity of those experiences. Here's one of the best ones we covered earlier. When should you start building this hotel? Answer, as soon as you have it finished. When should you start the day? As soon as you have it finished. Plan the day the best you can leaving plenty of room for improvising and surprises and all the stuff that happens during the course of the day. But if you've planned a good productive day, now you start that day, you can't believe how much more valuable your time will be. Don't start the day until you have it finished. Weak people are a problem in general. And I don't mean physically weak, I mean cowardly, let's say, and, and deceitful because I'm, I'm thinking it more in terms of moral weakness. Well, there's a variety of reasons is, first of all, if you can't support your own weight, let's say, then someone else has to do it. And that's not good. And then if you don't make your pathway, if you don't pick a forthright and useful and noble pathway through life, then you'll become bitter and, and, and too hurt by the tragedy of existence. And then you tend to seek your revenge wherever you can get it, and that's not good. So it's a, it's a mistake on all fronts. It's not good for you, it's not good for your family, it's not good for the community, 
Um, it's certainly not a good medium to long-term strategy because life is very, very difficult and you have to be prepared for that. And, and I had a, 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 um, a, a watcher the other night. He was at my lecture in Oslo and he wrote me a letter. He was a 17-year-old boy. And he said that, he, that my work had been very helpful to him. His father had died suddenly about six months before and he found his dad when he was dying and was very, very shocked and, and horrified and hurt by what had happened. And I had recommended on my YouTube lectures that one thing you could aim for was to be the strongest person at your father's funeral. And so that's what he did. And he helped his mom and he wrote a 200 word eulogy and got through it. And so good for him. That's strength and necessary. It's a terrible thing that happened, but he did everything he could not to make it any worse than it had to be. But do you never see that showing weakness can be a strength too? Not weakness, vulnerability. That's, that's a whole different thing. To admit to, uh, to admit to the fact that you're vulnerable, that's a form of courage. That's not a form of weakness. But that leads you to take whatever steps are necessary to deal with that properly. It isn't some facade that you're invulnerable. No one is invulnerable by any stretch of the imagination. And to stand up and face that is, is the best route that you have. When I made this transition into the, uh, into the business world, uh, what I discovered was, as you were talking a moment ago, the, you know, you feel the tug on your heart, the, yeah. the kind of like, wow, I started here and, and now I'm over here. Here's what I believe. I believe that as you follow your dream, it begins. It gets bigger, mm. and, and when it gets bigger, there are there are more things that you're learning about it that you didn't know when you started. That in the beginning, the dream is just you know it's just very little, and, yeah. and you can kind of see it. And yeah. So you go that way, but then it begins. Then it begins to expand. Yes. And and, and for me, it's a calling. And let me just say this: yeah. um, I'm not trying to be over spiritual, but somebody asked me the other day what a calling was, and I, I like kind of my new definition for calling. Okay. Okay. In fact, in my um, in my book, Leaderships, I, one of my chapters is shifting from career to calling, and, and, and how you know how you know perfect you know and how do I how do I make that shift? But I think I think a calling is a uh, is a purpose with a divine touch. So many times we miss happiness because we think it's out there, and so we pursue happiness. And what we need to discover is the fact that happiness is not a place that you go or a status that you attain. Happiness is an inside job. That when I am content, happy, satisfied, pleased within myself, that everybody and everything will bring happiness around me. Just as if I'm displeased on the inside, there's nothing that will bring me pleasure or happiness on the outside. Happiness is not an outside job. It's an inside job. Happiness is not something that someone brings to me or gives to me. It's something I bring to myself and give myself. So give yourself today the gift of happiness. It's your choice. And guess what? The moment that you are happy within, there's a whole bunch of happiness that you're going to experience on the outside. The only thing you have to believe in, lean close, hear my words. The only thing you have to believe in right now is that humans are capable of learning. That humans, for whatever reason, 
nature has chosen to not endow us with a whole bunch of like pre-programmed things. So for instance, a baby horse, a foal, I believe is how you say that. When they're born, they can already walk. Literally, boom, they come out and they're walking and all is well because that's all hardwired into them. But a horse is a horse is a horse and they're gonna stay a horse and that's that. And you're never gonna find a horse where you can chaucer, uh, just not gonna happen. So that's, all those decisions are pre-wired. Humans, on the other hand, come out. They cannot take care of themselves. They are a lump of flesh. Uh, they basically know how to suckle. And that's sort of the extent of it. But now, humans have the ability to go in all these crazy different directions. And they can learn to become an astrophysicist. They can learn to become a carpenter, a doctor, uh, an astronaut. Like, the number of directions that humans can go in is crazy. The amount of what was once known as junk DNA, we now know as epigenetic signaling, the way that we can respond in all these different directions to our environment, to the things we choose to focus our energies on is, is truly unique to humans, is, is just absolutely astonishing. So understanding that that's baked into the human animal is the ability to learn and go in any direction. So once you realize that humans are adaptation machines, that we can learn anything, now it's like, okay, whatever you wanna do, you can do it as long as you're willing to pay that price. I'm not saying that it's not going to be hard. It is going to be very, very hard. I'm just saying that it is doable and that you will receive a return on investment in your energies. And that's what people need to know and believe to the core of their being, that my time in this direction will be rewarded. Now, here's where people f themselves up. There is this retarded debate about whether or not it is hey, am I pre-programmed, I'm good at math, and so that's it, and I should go do things that are math, or I'm good at verbal, and I should go do things that are verbal, I'm naturally gifted as an athlete, so I should go be an athlete. Look, I'm not saying people don't get early wins. People get early wins. And if you happen to love the thing that you're getting early wins, and that's awesome, man, and you will find it just a little bit easier. You've got a headwind or a tailwind, I guess, a tailwind. You have a tailwind. Um, and so that, yeah, love that. But if they're, the thing that gives you the most energy in life is something that you have no natural inclinations for, then go learn that. When I say that I have zero, zero natural ability as an entrepreneur, I mean zero. I had to learn everything from not being lazy, to problem solving, to overcoming my paralyzing fear, to look at world like a puzzle, dealing with anxiety. Literally, it, it was comical as I was going down my journey in the beginning as an entrepreneur to figure this out, it's ridiculous. And then I meet people who are like ripping flowers out of people's front yards and selling them back to them. Like when I say that that was not me, I had a paper route and I was so chicken to go up to people's doors that I actually only got half the money that I could have gotten for the same paper route, the same amount of effort, but because I was so afraid to go knock on people's doors and ask to collect the money that was due, that for like two years, I did a paper route for half the money. Okay, that's how spastic of an entrepreneur I was when I started. So you can learn this stuff. Now, my goals demanded that I learn entrepreneurship, so I learned it. So that's what I want people to understand. What is your goal? Work backwards from there, if it lines up with what you're naturally good at, that's amazing and congratulations. But there are gonna be times where it doesn't line up and you've just gotta either change your goal or recognize that I'm gonna have to figure these things out. And because I'm an adaptation machine as a human being, I can do all of that.